1: Yeah,
2: that's right, everybody. It's the Chrono Trigger podcast here on the Final Fantasy podcast on post show recaps, our fifth time out with Chrono Trigger and major spoilers for Chrono Trigger are about to ensue if you haven't played this game from 1995 uh you better do that real quick because we're going to be talking about most of the rest of the game stopping uh stopping short of the endings of chrono trigger which we're going to save for the final podcast but i'm here josh wiggler with brooklyn zed zed chrono's dead yeah
3: we got the chrono trigger he said the thing
2: They said the thing. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Chrono's dead. Huge spoilers. They killed Chrono. But did they kill him for
3: good? Yeah. really. Is anything permanent when time travel is possible? That's that's really the question of this game.
2: You know, in structuring out how we were going to talk about Chrono Trigger Zed, I was like, do I want to leave Zed with the cliffhanger of Chrono being killed? (laughs) Um... Probably not because, like, I think fairly clearly, like, this is not a thing that has to stick at the very least. Yeah. Uh, but I was excited to, like, finally talk through the fact that, yeah, the game kills Chrono and you're without Chrono for a good spell of the game.
3: It's That's wild. It's yeah. It's truly wild that they're like, yeah, oh, your main character who has had to be in your party this whole time. He's gone now, so uh, you make another party. Good luck,
2: yeah. I still won't say the name, uh, just in case there are people who, like you, a year ago, uh, have not yet played Final Fantasy VII. But there's mm-hmm. some major Final Fantasy VII vibes mm-hmm. in terms of like this is a fairly spoilable thing, yeah. um, but at the same time, it is reversible, uh, and uh, I think you're right, it's a time travel story. We could do time travel shenanigans. You just got to go to the, uh, what's the name of the Dr. Beckler's secret crazy laboratory. Uh Get yourself a chrono dummy. uh, And like everything's going to be fine. The Doppler doll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just get yourself a little doppelganger and everything is going to be okay. Uh, But yeah, I, I was excited for you to experience this. And I'm looking forward to finding out what your reaction was to all of that. What your reaction was to playing uh, the game with the party that you assembled. What you may or may not have done, because I don't know the answer to this with my blue-haired vampire boyfriend. Uh Uh, So many things to get into. First of all, how are things going over at the Rock Squad on Twitch, Zed?
3: They're good. Uh, We yeah, we did uh, this chapter of Chrono Trigger, not including the Ocean Palace stuff that I'd already done before last week, but we did the playthrough for today in one sitting, Uh, just hung out for like four and a half hours and had a really good time um, playing through the game, chatting a bit like that's the fun way to do it is to be hanging out with your friends and then also exploring this story together. So we're, we're having a good time over there.
2: Uh, Twitch.tv slash hardrockhope is the way to watch Zed play video games and for you to feel slightly bad about yourself because you're not as good at video games as Brooklyn Zed. Oh, no, that's just my experience. That's just me. Uh, you'll all have fun. You'll all have fun. That's just my personal hangout. Yeah,
3: you want to watch me be bad at video games. Let's. We'll talk about that when we get to Death Peak.
2: Oh, sweet. Yeah, okay, yeah. We've got a lot of, I'm sure, Death Peak ranting, uh, that is going to ensue here on the Chrono Trigger podcast. But let's pick up where we left off. Last we left, we were still in the Age of Antiquity. We were in the caves. Um, Shala and Janice had just been captured um, by Dalton and his minions of Zeal. And I believe Melchior hooked you up with the Red Knife. Uh, or was it? Is it the Ruby Knife? The I Ruby think Knife, it yeah. He's like, yeah, go use this, and uh, you may have a chance here. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a big chance, but you might have some semblance of a chance if you want to take this and try and destroy the, the mammoth machine. Uh, yeah, go,
3: go stab a machine with this knife. That might solve your problem.
2: Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. So you go back to Zeal. You're winding your way through Zeal so that you could reach the Mammon Machine. And Zeal is your way of accessing this place called the Ocean Palace, uh, which is another stronghold of the kingdom of Zeal. And uh, the Mammon Machine has been transported down to this Ocean Palace by Queen Zeal with Shala and everybody so as to tap in even deeper to Lavos's powers. A dangerous proposition, Zed.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we know where this is headed currently based on the the timeline of events that has played out thus far is to the, the cataclysm or the catastrophic event that is that day in 1999. Um, using the powers of evil to gain more power does it go well for folks? Generally. Typically not.
2: Typically not. Uh, typically goes poorly. Uh, certainly in this game, as you're going to get to your first boss fight of this section. Uh, but uh, I think actually your only time fighting this guy in combat, though not necessarily your only time facing this guy, Dalton, uh, <laughs> who is such a glory hound, this guy. Yeah, very dramatic. So dramatic. Uh, he's like they didn't bring, they didn't invite me to the ocean's palace. Those jerks! Don't I'm just don't, like they don't babysitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you show up and you fight Dalton, and Dalton is a really easy fight for the most part, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you just have to kind of whittle away his damage, and really, one of the only things he's doing is uh hitting you with with the iron orb or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, to half your hit points and right. so he's just like, gonna keep having you except when you finally take a big chunk out of him he hits you with like an actual attack so if you haven't been healing yourself up you'll die
3: mm-hmm.
2: so I hope you were healing yourself up
3: yeah it starts off it does start off pretty uh, he's like here half all your HP right off the bat and you're like whoa 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 I haven't even done anything yet
2: uh-huh yeah yeah it doesn't seem totally fair but it's not that bad uh, mm-hmm. Dalton's pretty easy to fight. So you beat up Dalton, uh, and then you gain access to the ocean palace, which I think is a pretty cool dungeon Zed, If you want to talk through any of your experience with the ocean palace.
3: Yeah. You go down a lot of stairs. Mostly mm-hmm. there's a <laughs> lot of stairs. Uh, it's kind of a mazy area that was very confusing to me. And then eventually you're going to get to an elevator.
2: Yep. And
3: so, even though you've already gone down a lot of stairs, you're going to ride this elevator for a long time.
2: Yeah, uh, it's
3: it's got uh, Shinra Tower vibes in terms of like if you go up the stairs, Shinra Tower vibes of how long it's going to take you to get to your destination.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of fights in this uh, in this section of the game. Um, I I found it to be not horribly challenging. There were. Um, they're like these like sort of like winged eyeball creatures that you have yeah. to fight that you just want to use the right magic on because if you use the wrong magic on them, they like clap back at you pretty hard. but otherwise uh-huh. it's not so bad.
3: Well, I think the only thing that's confusing about it, it makes perfect sense once you know it but the color that they are is the magic that they're weak to rather than the magic that they use yes so like the blue one is weak to water rather than being weak to fire for instance yeah once you know that they're super easy to take care of but figuring that process out is a little tricky as suddenly they're coming back at you with like magic that attacks your whole party at once and now you're you know, you're behind again because you're busy trying to heal your party instead of attacking.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit antithetical to everything else that we know about how to do magic in a video game. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you just have to, you know, accommodate some, uh, some, some changes in terms of your strategy and it's mostly fine. There's also a lot of really good weaponry and armor to get in the Ocean Palace. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's uh, lots of good armor, like this Aeon armor, um everybody has like a a weapon that you can get there's a uh the kaiser arm is (laughs) uh the ralph kaiser arm for robo i don't even like ralph kaiser uh there's a couple of other things you can get
3: yeah i mean nothing's gonna be as cool as the death claw though which is like the second thing that he gets
2: yeah yeah, maybe wait to, like, do Deathclaw until end of game. Like, Deathclaw, yeah, right? like, save that for, like, the last thing that you give somebody. Uh, Deathclaw is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, there's not a ton of stuff that's going on, except that there are a lot of these cool cutscenes uh mm-hmm. to the, the mammon machine that is, like, deeper in the Ocean Palace. Queen Zeal basically pushing Shala, like, more, more, Shala, use your magic, Shala. Uh, Mother, no! Yeah, she's really not loving it. And, wow, the prophet with the heart of gold seems to really not be loving that Queen Zeal is pushing uh, Shala so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this guy just showed up. Why is he so invested all of a sudden?
3: Yeah, everybody's suspicious. They're like, where'd he come from, and why does he care?
2: Yeah, and what's with that uh, blue hair poking out from underneath his fancy hat? (laughs) Uh That seems pretty cool uh so the prophet's like trying to like stop himself from stepping in as queen zeal is very clearly just like pushing shala to the limits mm-hmm. um deeper into the ocean palace you fight the the golem twins uh these are some of Dalton's best friends are the golem twins I think mm-hmm. I struggled with these I don't know what your experience was
3: yeah I remember these being hard I'm trying to remember why i'm like scrolling through my my video here to try and remember um they just they attack a lot and they counter whatever you do with with what you do like they mimic everything that you use so i did wipe here um possibly twice even i don't remember um but then what i ended up doing was a strategy that someone in the chat i'm sorry i don't remember who um suggested which is you put the white armor on on chrono which is like the lightning absorbing armor and then you just have him go ham with his uh luminaire yep uh tech which is super lightning basically yeah that's
2: um, they don't do like lightning three they give everybody like a cool a little third bit. elemental yeah. spell uh yeah
3: so if you just have chrono doing that attack and then i had um it may have been frog and robo and they were both just like healing well well chrono was doing all the attacking and it and yeah. and then i didn't lose anybody
2: yeah the strategy that uh that i tried uh, i think that ultimately worked was i had luca putting the golems to sleep mm-hmm. um with hypnowave uh that tends to work on a a bunch of these different uh bosses yeah. uh
3: I had been trying to level up uh, Luca and Marl because they were a bit behind in terms of learning their texts and stuff. Um, so I had not necessarily the ideal party that I would have wanted going into this fight the first time. So that was part of the issue. Yeah, uh, I think I do think Frog and Robo are both stronger. Um, have better skills to use in most of the fights yeah. than than Luca and Marl do.
2: Yeah. Uh, good news is I think that uh, for me personally uh I I not to disrespect the the soon to be dead uh and I I love Chrono very very much as a character and as somebody who I uh you know think is a, a a really fun character to play as. Um but I feel like there are so many characters in Chrono Trigger that I love to play as that once you get to the point where you, you can't play as Chrono and then later you don't need to play as Chrono anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that opens up some options. Uh, yeah. And, and I think it'd be pretty fun to play with a non-chrono party. Um, but anyway, so you eventually, you defeat uh, the two golem twins and Dalton's like, oh, you beat the golem twins. Well, I'm going to have to send the big golem boss after you. <laughs> the big golem boss doesn't, uh, doesn't show up. Ah, nope. like, oh, All right. Well, that's embarrassing. I'll just leave. Uh, so yeah. He leaves. He leaves. Um, and him leaving um paves the way for you to confront Queen Zeal and her minions, and they are on the cusp of summoning Lavos. And I think procedurally, order of operation, Zed, do we as a party like make the first move here and attack with the Ruby knife? I think we like stab yes. the mammon machine with the Ruby knife. We're like, all right, well, this will save the day.
3: Yeah, and uh, it's not good enough.
2: No, not quite. Uh, Massa and Moon are here throughout the entire Ocean Palace, uh, and you get the sense that they're like linked to the Ruby Knife, which may or may not be the predecessor to the Massa Moon. Uh, mm-hmm. like, time, like time-traveling Massa Moon is like the Massa Moon, and this <laughs> uh-huh. is the Massa Moon origin story is the Ruby Knife. It's so, like Massa's like, come on, Moon, and Moon's like, all right, Massa. And they they team together and they stab the mammon machine. But it's not enough. uh, And Lavos' arrival becomes inevitable. And you actually have to do your very first mandatory Lavos battle. Mm -hmm. um, Which I would expect ended swiftly for you.
3: Yes, I'm watching it right now and it sure did. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I expect that you died almost immediately.
3: Yeah, I, if not, I if I not through, immediately, I think I made it through a round.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was about it. Yes, uh, Lavos is tough, uh, mm-hmm. as you might be able to imagine. Um, reading... and
3: evocative of uh, a certain cow.
2: Oh, I sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: do you really wanna? Do you really wanna taste it? Yeah. No, I don't. I yeah.
2: really don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. What if Queen Zeal has a butterfly?
3: I buy it. That that yeah. makes sense to me. I think that those universes feel very. Uh, maybe this <laughs> is where the butterflies came from. Yeah,
2: I think a metaphorical butterfly at the very least for Queen Zeal. The power has gone to her head, if not the alien butterfly. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, you have to fight Lavos here. Uh, I'm reading through StrategyWiki.org's um, explanation of this battle. You can beat Lavos here, and I think that you can like. Beat beat Lavos here. There's a couple of different fights to Lavos in uh, in the game, as you will mm-hmm. come to find out. Uh, and you can defeat Lavos here. And this is one path towards one of the endings of the game. Um, mm-hmm. But doing it on your first pass, yeah, it seems like that is basically not possible. Uh, you need new game plus. You need to have uh, a lot of additional bells and whistles uh, under your belt in order to, to defeat Lavos at this stage, but you might enjoy that. You might enjoy going back and trying to new game plus your way through this version of Lavos. Because what if Uh you were able to just like prevent all of the upcoming catastrophes from happening? Yeah. Uh, That'd be nice. Um, Alas, that is not what's going to happen in reality. Yeah, Uh, definitely not. In your first pass through the game, um, you are going to get uh, trounced by Lavos. Uh, your full party will wipe. That is a part of the game, so it's not end of the world quite yet, mm-hmm. at least. Um, and we will come to find out that um, the prophet uh, actually isn't just the prophet, but is my blue-haired vampire boyfriend, Magus.
3: Yes, uh, who well, I am now a big fan of.
2: Yeah. Were you surprised at this reveal?
3: Uh, a little bit, Yeah. I loved I... it. You hadn't
2: mentioned anything, even slightly gesturing at it last time. I was like, I'm not gonna say anything.
3: Uh huh.
2: When you look back at it, like the color scheme is exact. There is the blue hair that's like poking out underneath the hat. Yeah, you yeah. You can see like his like his underneath his cloak too. It's like that's just Magus' clothes.
3: I wasn't reading into it too much. Yeah. Well, maybe a little, you know, it's a lot of little sprites. I don't give the game enough credit.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that to some degree, we talked about how it's a very straightforward story. It's kind of slight. It's sort of comforting in that way. And I think that that veneer can hide a couple of the twists that do exist within the game. I think I think
3: uh, think the story is actually rather complex when you're playing it for the first time there's a lot going on and a lot of things to keep track of and and moving pieces in different time periods and different places in those time sure. periods yep. that i was i was sitting there with the game on Sunday and like talking to the chat and I was like Josh said this story is simple and straightforward and I do not think that is true
1: right I think
2: I think a couple of things on on that front uh maybe even three things on that front one I think like a lot of the details are just very thinly sketched in a way um that like future Final Fantasy games that you know some of which we've talked about just have a level of complexity to that stuff that Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think Chrono Trigger particularly has. Uh, And I think part of that is also that your main character doesn't speak. So there's a lot of sort of, uh, I don't know, not quite like the Disneyification of some of this stuff, but maybe like to a a certain extent, although I know that's uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, not Mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger. Um, So there's that. The other thing is, I think I take for granted two things. Uh, one that I played this game a very long time ago and I've lived with this story and these characters for many, many, many moons. So it's very easy for me to track at this point. And also yeah. that like, I, uh, as you know, uh, it's 20, almost 20 minutes into the podcast before I say the word lost. Uh, but I'm nothing if not a huge lost nerd and the whatever happened, happened, time travel stuff of it all. Just like, I don't know, is very much my shit. And I can tend to, follow pretty closely so yeah you've uh, parsed
3: a lot of time travel stories in your in your career it's
2: like my favorite thing uh Uh so i i love a good time travel story uh and chrono trigger is nothing if not that um but we do find out that the prophet is magus and magus is like yeah so by the way i was never a bad guy i was just trying to get lavos uh and to get to lavos and destroy lavos so none of this awful shit could have ever happened Uh, And then
3: I and I almost did it too. If it wasn't for you meddling kids, yeah,
2: you idiots! Why did you have to interfere with everything? I was so close. I was about to do
3: it, and then you got in the way.
2: Yeah. Um, and I don't know if them getting in the way was the thing. I feel like Magus. As much as I love him, his plan seems to be Zed. I'm going to slash the Lavo's eye with my scythe.
3: Uh huh. (laughs) I don't think it's more thought out than that.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't really work. Uh and he's like, it didn't work? All this planning for nothing? It's like, my guy, he just <laughs> slashed Lavos with a with you know a, essentially a farmer's tool. Uh, uh the
3: moonfall scythe <laughs> created from dark magic or something. Mm-hmm. All his weapons and armor and stuff have cool names.
2: All right, well, that's the Doom Helm. That answered a question for me, uh, which I'm I'm happy to hear. Uh yeah. He's I mean- very
3: metal like yeah. all his stuff is extremely metal.
2: Yes. Yes. So
3: of course he's now he's very very much my vibe.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh so he tries to to fight back against Lavos. It doesn't work. Queen Zeal is boasting about uh how um she is, you know, she's unstoppable now. She's got the power of Lavos. She seems to be like riding Lavos. She's, she's like yeah, parked she's, like, on Lavos. She's like standing
3: on its head. Mm, and Lavos she just said mind. as I'm watching the vod, "Gaze upon the power of Lavos and your doom." Yes. Like very classic villain, uh, villain dialogue. A lot mm-hmm. of evil laughter. A lot of mojahahas.
2: Mm-hmm. Big mojaha energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, Chrono, sweet baby Chrono, is gonna be like, "Well, I got to do something." And everybody's on the ground, but Chrono stands up. He's like, "I'm gonna fight Lavos on my own." And everyone's like, "Chrono, you idiot! Don't do it!" He's like, "I got to do. It. I'm the main character of the game. I'm not just gonna let us die here." <laughs> And he said that in the original Super Nintendo version. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And in this version, you get like a cool anime cutscene that shows you what happens. Chrono takes a stand against Lavos, and Lavos takes one look at Chrono and effectively says, "Yeah, buddy, sorry, no." Uh, and he like shoots like an optic laser disintegrating beam at Chrono. And mm-hmm. Chrono rises into the sky and has a moment of, oh, did I make a mistake? And he can't finish the thought because he's just disintegrated, atomized, mm-hmm. vaporized, dust. Chrono is dead.
3: Yeah, and we get the flash of Janice saying, "One of you's going to die soon."
2: Yeah, it was Chrono. It was uh-huh. Chrono was going to die. Was this a surprise?
3: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I saw this coming at all. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, it's a huge shock. Uh, suddenly Chrono is is dead. And did you think this was permanent? Like, what were your what were your thoughts when when this went down?
3: No, I don't think so. Uh, both because I just it's such a big move to make in a game called Chrono Trigger to kill a character called Chrono. Yeah. Um, and because the whole like impetus of the game is fundamentally going around and changing things in time. And pretty quickly, they're like, we got to find a way to fix this. Um, I did not think we had seen the last of Chrono when that happened. Yeah. I think I didn't even fully comprehend it as he's dead. I think I really thought he was like, you know, transported to another time or something and we would just go find him.
2: Yeah. So no. it was
3: more dire than I thought it was, yes. actually. And yet yes. still not permanent.
2: No, not permanent at all. Yeah. Uh... So Shala with some of her like final um, remnants of strength um, will, uh, because everything's going haywire, right? Like people are getting like sucked into time vortexes (laughs) and like, it's all coming, going to hell. The kingdom of zeal is literally falling out of the sky sky. (laughs) and queen zeal doesn't give a shit anymore. Uh, And so Shala's like, we're all going to drown and die if we stay here. So I'm going to transport all of us out of here. Uh, well, Magus. all of you. Yeah, Magus is like, Shala, no, you can't do this. And I don't know if at this point you're processing why Magus particularly cares about Shala. Uh,
3: no, I think it was shortly after that I fi- that I made the connection, but yeah. it was not here.
2: Yeah, he's like, Shala, no, you can't do it. And she's like, sorry, bro. Uh, you got to go, and so do all of your friends. And so you all get transported out of the Ocean Palace as you see, not just the Kingdom of Zeal crashing, um, but also the crashing of the Kingdom of Zeal, effectively causing tidal waves around mm-hmm. the world. It's a, yet another cataclysmic event uh, for the age of antiquity uh, as, uh, as everything has gone to hell in a handbasket. And when you wake up, um, you are in uh, just a village, like one of the last remaining villages it's a mixture of the earthbound people and the "quote unquote" enlightened ones. There is no longer a difference, if there ever was. Zed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in hell all... together.
3: Yeah, like it used to be. They used to all live together, and now they must live together again.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that's where you wake up, and I think your characters are kind of processing. I think, like, the characters will will articulate to you, like, Chrono, no,
1: like, yeah.
2: I, I think, like, that's how you can tell. It's like, oh, God, they killed Chrono, you bastards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think yeah. that this is this is where I told you, like, hey, by the way, make sure you put Ayla in your party.
3: hmm And uh, our other friend, Josh, EPLP, also said, for the next part, I recommend you put Ayla in your party.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and go find
3: the plant lady that you didn't find before.
2: The plant lady that you didn't find before. Fiona? Yeah,
3: uh, I don't know if she has a name, but it's the woman with the sapling, and you want her to go plant the sapling. Sure,
2: yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's for side quest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: well, and I had seen something in the walkthrough that was like, before you go into the Ocean Palace, make sure you go do this, and then I didn't know I was in the Ocean Palace when I was in it, so yeah. it, I thought it was too late, Unfortunately, it was not. But
2: uh, So you, you want Ayla in your party because what happens next is it turns out that the like the, the death rattle of zeal has come to your doorstep mm-hmm. as Dalton is going to show up with his soldiers. He's going to, for what it's worth, I know Dalton is a punk, but he does punk the party with a literal, hey, what's that over there? Yeah. He has all of you turn around and he's able to blast you with magic and knock you guys out, uh, mm-hmm. which is embarrassing for us, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to imprison you, and you are going to wake up on the Blackbird, uh, which is his big flying plane and is also the name of the X-Men's big flying plane, uh, and all of your stuff is gone. All of your armor, all of your weapons, all of your items, all of your money, everything is gone. I've said before,
3: games love to do this. Like... I don't know what it is, but there's something about video games where when you're like two thirds of the way through, they're like, well, what if now that you've learned how to take advantage of all this stuff over the course, you've grown as a gamer over the course of this story and you know how to use all your inventory well and like take advantage of all the special skills and tricks you've learned. What if we take that all the and you have to start over again with just a knife instead of your fancy gun or your bare fists instead of all your magic and cool things? Yeah. I don't know why games love to do that. It drives me nuts. I'm like, no, nope, but I, but I learned how to do all the things.
2: It's enough to like make you not want to play games.
3: <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's my least favorite thing about Far Cry when they do that.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's really annoying, and I actually don't know how um, how you do this part if you don't have Ayla. Um, uh, the
3: answer is. And I did have Ayla, but chat told me the answer is one party member's equipment is always in that room that you can only access via the vents. Mm-hmm. And so you have to just go find that room first so that then a party member has their stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: And I guess presumably you usually find that first. I found it last Um in fact, I found the other side of the blackbird, and Frog is like, so are we just going to leave all our stuff behind, meaning my stuff behind?
2: Right, right. Which is like um, a good was- tell, of like, no, I guess I should go back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, oh, the vents.
2: <sighs> yeah. Uh, did anyone catch you venting?
3: I mean, lots of people caught me venting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but... Once I ca- I came out a couple of times, then the advice was like, just work your way down to the bottom and then like climb back up through the vents. Yeah. So I did that. Although I didn't understand at first that you could change the the moving walkways ending walkways because the up arrows looked like number ones to me. So I thought I was just on the first floor of somewhere. Yeah. Um. But we got down there eventually and got all the stuff and then. Wandered around in the vents a lot longer looking for the room that ultimately had frogs
2: stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. You did all the conveyor belts and mm-hmm. all these drones you gotta fight. It is just so much easier to immediately have Ayla just beating Punching everything. Things, up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's just like a. I I think that this is one of my least favorite parts of the game. Um, it's just like a necessary evil, and you don't want to leave any of your stuff behind. So you just have Mm-mm. to go through this like sort of dumb maze. Yeah, uh, you know. it's not
3: hard. It's just tedious. And stuff that is not hard, it's just tedious, is like such a pet peeve of mine for these yep. games.
2: Yeah, yep, there's not
3: yep. really story happening. You're no. just fighting the same like generic drones and little like weird frog soldiers with like shallad staves over and over again. Yeah. Um. And finding your things, but you're not really learning anything about the operation or whatever. Yeah, uh, and then you fight those weird. Um, there, I don't know what they are. They're like the rubble of of the plane, and they're called like the sentinels or or like the like security drones or something. Yeah. Yeah. They're out on the the wing of the plane.
2: The wing of the plane. Yeah, uh, I think that I tend to. Uh, do everything that i can to avoid them but it's a little tricky because the wind is blowing you around yeah right? yeah but not for the first time or not for the last time well, not for the last this. time uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. i can't wait to talk about death peak um so you go and you fight the the golem boss uh finally he's scared of heights yeah <laughs> he's like this isn't a good place for me see ya uh, so he could, he could, uh, you could kill him if you want, or he'll actually run away.
3: Yeah. I eventually just stopped and waited. I was like, you're not attacking me. I don't think you want to be here.
2: Uh, are you all right? It's like, no, I feel sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're
3: called turrets. That's what they are. Yeah, the, sure. uh, the plane rubble.
2: Yeah. Uh, so you, you fight this thing, it runs away or you beat it really easily and then you get into another fight, uh, once again with Dalton, the self-appointed king of zeal. On his chariot, uh, he has turned uh, the epoch into what does he call it? I feel like uh, he has a... wings? Something about the wings. It's like the uh, I don't know. It's like the the Dalton Wings Five Thousand or Shit. some dumb, <laughs> dumb thing like that. Uh, and so now you have to fight him, and you are able to drop him really, really, really quickly. I think uh doesn't he like try to like summon some sort of void and he gets like sucked into the void
3: well i think he tries to get the the golem to come back that fled because right. it doesn't like heights and it doesn't work
2: yeah and i think he just gets like swallowed up into the void and that is the end of Dalton. That's uh, mm-hmm. Dalton's very unceremonious ending. Uh, I kind of like Dalton as sort of uh, like a, a puny uh, second class, uh, like, you know, like even like third rate villain. Yeah. Uh, like, like Napoleon
3: he's, complex. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's even like a step or two underneath Ozzy, uh, yeah. you know, which I think is great. I think it's great. Uh, so the good news is through all of this, uh, Dalton hooked your time machine up with wings, so yeah. now you've got an airship.
3: Yes, at long last. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you have to do like some like stupid like uh, like Sid on the train in Coral uh, maneuvering the levers type nonsense uh, with the Epoch <laughs> for like five seconds. <laughs> um, but eventually, you're able to fly the thing, and now you're in control uh to uh to of of the of the of the epoch you could fly around you do all sorts of stuff with this thing it's great yeah it's fantastic i was excited to
3: be Mm -hmm. able to fly
2: (laughs) who wouldn't be (laughs) flying is dope uh So, but before you fly around too much, now that you're, you know, away from the Blackbird and the Kingdom of Zeal is officially dealt with, uh, you are you're back on the one and only continent that seems to have survived this thing, yeah. uh, and uh, there's like uh, it's like a little sparkle north of the continent. It's like, hey, maybe come up here, maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe check out what we've got going on up here. Uh, I've been
3: trained to go to the sparkly things.
2: So you go to the sparkly thing, and it's just this like cliff that's looking out over on the ocean, and someone is waiting for you, mm-hmm. uh, and it is it is my blue-haired vampire boyfriend, uh, and it is Magus, and Magus is going to uh, give you like the story of Magus. He's going to tell mm-hmm. you everything that he's been through, Zed.
3: Yeah. He who is actually Janice. Yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah uh
2: was that something that you had uh connected or or not quite
3: um I don't think so to be perfectly honest I don't think so um because we hadn't seen Janice in in a hot minute uh and I just thought of him as this little twerpy kid who was like running around I hadn't given him too much thought yeah um I love that when you go to fight him, he's like pulling his glove on really tightly and he has this great little animation of like, Oh, shall we fight? Yeah. Um, it took it. He's like getting ready, like scrubbing in. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I did not fight him. I didn't want to fight
2: him. Yeah. So he, he, I mean, he tells you his whole story, right? Like he's like, he, he's Janice. Shala is his sister. He was there when his mother summoned Lavos everything went to hell the gurus all got blasted across time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Melchior went to the present day and wound up in the village of magic, which is how he, he got there. Uh, Belthazar got shot into the future. Um, Gaspar. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: It, hey, you know He's at
3: the end of time. Hey,
2: uh so maybe we have some new appreciation for that old man at the end of time. Mm-hmm. Uh and Janus was also uh blasted into a point into the future. He wound up in the Middle Ages and was discovered by Ozzy and a bunch of fiends. And I think Janus with some of that like natural zeal magic probably proved himself to be very powerful very quickly uh and is able to be something of like a chosen one figure to the fiends uh, and is able to use those resources as cover to build himself up enough to one day summon Lavos and challenge Lavos and try to make right everything that went wrong mm-hmm. and more than anything else. to like find his sister and uh, make that right. Because shallow was like the only person that he cared about. And it's yeah. like all of a sudden you're like, Oh, well that's a, not exactly excusing the fact that you just like blasted Cyrus to death uh, and <laughs> turned Glenn into a frog, but maybe I understand a little bit more about why you are the way that you are. Yeah. Uh, I love Magus. Magus is great. You
3: had told me that I had all the playable characters I was going to get.
2: I definitely <laughs> did. I said that you had met all of the playable characters uh, uh... that you were going to get. Uh, Definitely, you left myself open uh, to, to not yeah. tipping that you can get Magus because you don't have to. Uh, Magus is optional. You do not need to get Magus. Uh, at this point, you can fight him, and if you fight him and kill him, well, he's dead. You killed him. Yeah. You killed Magus. Um, if you instead choose not to, to fight him, uh, he will uh, volunteer to join you for the rest of the journey. He's like, I can't. Do, I, you know, I'm, I tried doing this alone; it didn't work. If you want to do this together, let's do this together, and he'll he'll come with you. Uh, did you have mm-hmm. Frog in your party? mm Hmm. Um. So if you challenge Magus with Frog in your party, Frog uh, tells your other two party members to step aside, mm-hmm. and Frog will fight him alone. Yeah. Yeah. He's like this is a. Is a centuries ready. old grudge at this point. Got a score to settle. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's pretty awesome uh, is you can you can fight Magus and you can fight him one on one frog versus Magus. And if you're going ending hunting, you know, there are versions of the ending where this is the type of stuff you're going to want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but I'm glad that you didn't kill him. I didn't know what you would do. <laughs> I really didn't. I had no idea. Uh-huh. And I tried to imagine like, is the chat going to try and drive you in any sort of direction or what? And I couldn't. No, imagine- they didn't. They were like, yeah. you can forgive him or not,
3: is how they referred to it, basically. And they were like, you have a big decision coming up, but they did not try to sway me one way or the other. I mean, I was pretty decisive about it. There was not really any part of me that wanted to fight him by the time he had told that whole story. Yeah. When the decision finally gets presented to you, I was like, no, I don't want to. I get it. Like, it's not okay, but I get it. And it's, we're not going to solve anything by killing you. Like, let's have a conversation about it.
2: Yeah. Good choice. Mm -hmm. Great choice, in fact. Yes.
3: The chat said, I chose wisely. Yeah.
2: You chose well. Uh, So then Magus is like, well, now you know everything and uh, now you know I'm not, like, the worst, so mm-hmm. can I hang out with you guys? You know, like, yeah.
3: Although then when you're standing on the world map, if you're not moving for a couple of seconds, he does, like, cross his arms and look away like a dramatic, petulant teenager. Yeah,
2: he's not, a, he's not like, the most team playery team player, you know? <laughs> uh, I think of all of the characters in your party, he's definitely the one who's least excited to be there. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't exactly change, you know. Uh-huh. You, there's no like betrayal coming or anything like that. The game is, you know, again, relatively straightforward. You got Magus in your party. Magus is in your party now. Uh yeah. that doesn't mean he loves being there.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: but he is indeed there. Um oh my god, and what is that over there? Also here. What is that rising out of the ocean? Oh god. What is this? Oh my What is this gigantic structure that exists across time? Oh, no. It's so creepy. Oh, my God. The Black Omen has arrived. Oh, it's so scary. And Queen Seal has the Black Omen. And this is a very dark and ominous thing. And we should probably take this as an opportunity to go to commercial to process the arrival of the Black Omen. We'll be back. Stay tuned.
1: A woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right,
2: Zed. Oh my gosh, so, uh, Magus is with your party, you've got a winged Epoch, uh, but there's also a terrifying black omen in the sky, quite literally, uh, uh, this floating castle.
3: Yeah, you get, you get, like, the, the shot of, the shadow of it in the time that you're currently in, but they don't really show you what it is, uh, oh, I guess they do, I'm lying, I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. Um. But then I went to the present to try and go talk to Melchior. I was like, okay, I know where he is. Let's go there. There's probably some useful information if we go talk to him. So I went to talk to him, and somebody in the chat was like, "Did you, uh, did you happen to look east at all? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you fly to the east?" And I was like, "No." And then I like walked a little bit, and I could see like the tail edge of it. I was like, "Oh no!"
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, it's everywhere. It's ah. all over, it's all over history across. It's, the it's years. like
3: the weapon in Final Fantasy VII that just like sits there near Junon, being creepy until you come get it.
2: Yeah. Uh, you can just charge in right now if you want. Like if you yeah. want to go into the Black Omen and try and take this thing on and do all of the stuff that's involved with the Black Omen. You certainly can. Mm -hmm. You can also not go in there uh, and do other things right now. Or even, Zed, you could choose to never go in there. You don't have (laughs) to go in there if you don't want to uh, Mm -hmm. at all. If it's just too scary, you know. (laughs)
3: I did go in because when they were like, "Did you did you see the thing over in the east?" I went over there, presuming I was supposed to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked inside, and I was like, "Oh no, I don't think I want to do this." And the chat was like, "Yeah, no, I didn't mean go in there. I just meant did you see it? Yeah, you don't want to do this right now." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this right now."
2: <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Uh, so uh, don't bother with that right now, especially if we want to save our buddy Chrono. Uh, Mm -hmm. so we are going to try and do that. And I, I guess I would wonder, um, once you were in control of the epoch and once you, uh, knew you're not going to do the black Omen right now, like how did you advance the game? How did you know what it was that you were supposed to do next?
3: So once I talked to Melchior, then I went to go talk to Gaspar, our little living statue, of a of an old man friend in the end of time um and he explains a whole bunch of stuff oh while i was in the present talking to uh melchior i think um the chat told me i needed to go get the doll before Mm -hmm. i had been told i needed the doll so i went to go get it so we fought gato a couple more times to earn our silver points um Taken about out in one shot at this point in
2: the game. Oh, yeah. One shot in Gato. <laughs> Poor yeah. Gato is shook.
3: But we got our Gato song a few more times. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to uh, Beckler's laboratory to get the doll and totally failed at whatever the game is.
2: Um, yeah. It's basically uh, mimic this chrono doll.
3: Oh, yes. And they said left arm push. the. I had the buttons correct. Yeah. But... You're supposed to mirror it, not mm. mimic it. Yes. And that's not the same thing.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> they
3: tell you mimic. So he lifted his left arm. So I lifted my left arm. And yeah. that was incorrect. Yeah. I needed to lift my right arm. So I got yelled at right off the bat. Um, and he's like, I'm going to go put this doll in Chrono's mom's house. And I was like, well, that's convenient. Now I yeah. know where to go find it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, so hey, you- Chrono's
3: mom. Yeah. Uh, Everything's fine. Everything's totally, definitely fine. Hey, uh, could we borrow this weird, creepy doll of your son? No, She's no like, reason. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, that's fine. How's he doing, by the way? Well, he's well, great. Everything's
3: everything's fine. No problems. We're we're taking care of each other. Everything's everything's great. Well,
2: uh, <laughs> so you have uh you have the chrono doll. I think um you go to the end of time at one point, and the old man is like. By the way, yeah, I am the guru of time. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's me, it's Gasper. You got me. Uh, and he'll be like, you know, your friend had some spunk. Uh, it would be a shame if you just let him stay dead. You could use this time egg, aka a chrono trigger. A
3: chrono trigger.
2: But it's not the same. Your chrono is a C R O N O. Uh huh. The chrono trigger has an h in chrono. Yeah. Uh, so the well, fact that the not names a are similar
3: character, so it can have more letters. The
2: names are similar but it is a total coincidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing nothing to do with anything. It's like why don't you go back to the future and go talk to Belthazar and maybe he'll have some ideas yeah, about Yeah, here's what you what need. You do a doll
3: this. and a time mm-hmm. egg.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and a Belthazar.
3: And a Belthazar. Uh,
2: no, so you go to Belthazar, uh, who again is dead but exists encoded in this new. Mm-hmm. Which I guess I don't. I guess I don't know if the news themselves are robots or if just this new is a robot.
3: I think just this one is a construct because uh-huh. it gets referred to frequently as a construct. The the ones like in the in zeal all get talked about as the news rather yeah. than as a robot. And they yeah. seem to be like very wise and powerful beings themselves. Like you go fight the one in the like the rain monster in the prehistoric times, that's not a robot.
2: Right. Uh... So, I think
3: they're real. Well, other uh, than the keepers, the yeah. Balthazar's new.
2: Yeah. Uh, so either way, he's got this one new. I think the new the the story of the news and where they come from, I think, is still mysterious. If it's ever mm-hmm. like fully explained, I'm not sure uh, when or where that goes down. Someone would have to illuminate me on that. Um, but you go and visit uh, the new Balthazar uh, and he's like, oh, well, the Chrono Trigger. Yep. That's a pretty good thing. Uh, you're going to be able to use that to bring your buddy back if you go to Death Peak, uh, which is where Lavos hangs out. Uh, that's Lavos' house, effectively. And that's going to be like the most magical time travel place to try and pull this off, is basically what he's saying. But it really sucks to go to Death Peak. So let me see if I can't help you out. He like throws some like dolls into the air and mm-hmm. the dolls are going to go to death peak to help you through death peak. And then poor new Balthazar is like could you do me one more favor? Could you turn me off?
3: Yeah, could you just turn me off and let me take a nap?
2: I'm really tired. It's like I'm pretty much done. It's I've been done a every long life. I've done everything that I that I have uh, at my disposal and uh, I would love for you to just like permanently turn me off. So like once you agree to flip the switch on the new Who's like often just like found like this big blue ball with the green hair is usually just asleep. Mm -hmm. You flip the switch on the new, he's not sleeping anymore. He's Mm -hmm. just gone. It's so sad. (laughs) I don't know why it bums me out so much, but it does. I was like,
3: I mean, I don't want to, but you want me to.
2: I'll do what you want. You know, let me do what you want. I'm here to I'm here to serve. Who am I to you know? Rule down your wishes here. Uh, But yeah, that's it for Balthazar. That's it for the new. And now it's time to summit Death Peak. What could go wrong? What could go wrong indeed? Uh, If you had previously tried to summit Death Peak, uh, you would just get like shot off of Death Peak. Uh, (laughs) Like the wind eventually just like blows you off of Death Peak. And even still with the help of Balthazar, you could still just get blown off of Death Peak. Yep. Uh, sure can uh tell me about your experience here
3: (laughs) uh I did not like it (laughs) that was my experience here um yes when I was referring to me not being good at video games anything that is platformer like is not my strong suit I always get annoyed when I'm doing something in an RPG and they're like well but what if we were a platformer for like 10 minutes and I'm like that's not what I signed up for I don't want to do this yeah uh and I spent a long time because like when you're talking to the chat There's a little bit of a Twitch delay, just like inherently. Um, And they're all typing in text and you're speaking words out loud. And they're like, be behind the tree. And I was like, okay, well, where's behind? Is behind, like I go past the tree and then I'm behind it? Or is behind it, I get up to the tree because then it goes wind tree me. Or does it go wind me tree? Like what is, what are directions? (laughs) so we had to figure that part out, and then even once I understood where I needed to go, the, the like the controls are so finicky that I'd get up to the tree and try to stop, and they'd like, wh- they'd wind themselves around the tree and keep going. So it took many, many tries to get past the trees to the place where the wind does not affect you anymore.
2: Yeah, it sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. It sucks. Death Beak sucks. You have to, and I think it especially sucks if you don't have a controller, which I yeah. don't know. Were you using a controller here? Oh yeah, least? every okay, time, good, always. Good, 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 good. Uh, this was the this was a challenging part for me in my playthrough because I think I was playing this at a point where I didn't have my controller readily accessible, so I had to stop because uh, uh-huh. there's like that land bridge that you just you need a controller. And even with a controller.
3: We haven't even gotten to that part yet. Mm -hmm. That's where I nearly had a meltdown. So
2: there's a bunch of uh, Lavos cores, like Lavos spawns that you have Mm -hmm. to fight that are like tiny little baby Lavoses. Yeah, gross. Uh, Just uh, (laughs) much like Wilson punched them in the eye. Yeah, Uh, hedgehogs
3: with like creepy claw, eye mouth, things. just,
2: Just do that, and eventually they go down uh and uh yeah you have to like fight a couple of those i died on one of them because i had not unequipped my rage band off of frog mm. and that was a mistake
3: uh-huh
2: because uh, he was just like going ham and it's like no you're hitting the wrong stuff oh god yeah because
3: it auto targets the show not yeah. the face right um and Don't i hit had a the problem show. Yeah, don't hit the shell, just hit the face. And I ran into an issue because I had Magus in my party and he only has level two magic that targets everything. Yeah. Uh, And then I think I maybe had Luca and Marl whose attacks are not particularly strong. And I was like, well, this is, we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Uh, In fact, we may have wiped there once and had to do it again. Because I was like, I got to change my party. This is not the way to do this
2: yeah uh I maybe a hot take um obviously i I love Magus as a character I think he's one of the my least favorite playable characters uh, mm. I typically don't play as him uh, even though he's awesome and he like floats he, like flies everywhere yeah he
3: flies yeah <laughs> full- on uh, superhero pose as he's like moving across the screen
2: I mean I think you know me well enough like give me something to hit. You know, like, that tends to be, like, my preferred way of playing these types of games. Yeah. And he's not, like, super strong. He does have all, like, AoEs. Um, he has a cool triple tech if you're, if he's with, I think, is it with, is it with Robo and Frog or is it with Cro I don't know who it's with, but he has a couple of triple techs that are kind of cool. Um, but you need to equip an item to use them, I think, is how that goes. Hmm. Um, but generally, even though he's like the cool new shiny object on the field, I just don't tend to play as him very often. Uh, especially because if you've got the ability to play as Ayla, Robo, and Frog, I'm basically never going to use another party. <laughs> uh-huh. like, that's going to be my squad forever. Uh, yeah,
3: that was my squad in the vents mm-hmm. uh, on the Blackbird. Was Ayla, yeah. Frog, and Robo? Yeah,
2: they're just the best. All three mm-hmm. of them. Uh, so you have to fight some lava spawn you do have to then uh cross this uh slippery land bridge that always gives me so much trouble and it's so annoying because it blows you off and then you have to like go through a lot of stuff to get back up to it so it's very inconvenient
3: Mm -hmm. i uh yeah i spent at least half an hour
1: Mm -hmm. crossing
3: crossing this part of the game yeah Uh, And I was like, I will not let this defeat me after all the other nonsense that I have accomplished in other video games. This is not going to be what gets me to stop. But it was (laughs) so frustrating. How many tries did it take you? Oh, I don't know. A lot. Somebody in the chat might know, but it was many, 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 many tries. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah it sucks. So
3: I switched out my party members so that people could be earning TP when you fight that one blood yolk every single time on your way back up to do it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Nothing it's about that. It's terrible. Yeah, it's all you terrible. got. You
3: really got to get it like just, just right, and like the timing is tricky. I actually had to. I realized I couldn't look at the at the computer screen. I had to look at my phone because the like half-second delay between the phone game video and it getting to my computer was messing me up. And I started doing a lot better once I was looking at the source material, as I called it. Yeah. Um, but it still took... Uh, a hefty number of tries after that and i was like yeah if you thought i was good at video games come watch this part where i'm just gonna mm. fail at this platformy thing for a half yeah. an hour apparently
2: yeah it's just way too uh, delicate i think who gotta... is that fun for no one no one. <laughs> no one. no one no one had a good why
3: time everyone i don't had a... want it death peak
2: everyone had a bad time with it uh yeah. so you do eventually pass through it um, then the third doll literally only exists to be like, climb the shell,
3: uh-huh. push the shell, push climb the, shell. the shell, climb
2: the shell. Uh, and I was like, what? What are you doing, third doll? You're yeah, weird. It
3: becomes clear once once you get there. Yeah, you but... kill the
2: third and final lava spawn, and instead and of completely stays. disappearing, the shell stays. Yeah. like, oh, okay, so I'll push oh, and this. climb the shell.
3: But like weird, enigmatic, like, you know, this is esoteric pretty... advice from your third little doll.
2: Pretty dumb puzzle. Uh, uh, not the best. Uh, so you do that, though, and you climb, and eventually you get to a tree. Uh, which is like the spot to use the chrono trigger because mm-hmm. using this here is going to cause you to go back to the moment in time where Chrono was killed. Uh, and you'll go back to the to the to the age of antiquity to the day of Lavas. Everything is like frozen in time, and you can uh you can uh put Chrono the Chrono doll. In place of actual Chrono, so dumb, and travel back in time to the future to Death Peak with real Chrono, and suddenly he's no longer dead. Uh-huh. And you've saved Chrono, and Crow's <laughs> like, Guys, what happened? And you're like, yeah. You died, dude!
3: Yeah. And Marl is busy, like, complaining. She's like, we had to do this, and this, and you were gone, and this. And I'm like, this guy just came back from the dead. Maybe maybe let's check in on him yeah. before we complain about our problems.
2: Yeah. Everybody has uh, uh, different uh, reactions to this, depending on who you've got. Uh, I think, yeah, Marl has, like, the sort of, like, don't ever do that again <laughs> uh, kind of reaction. Uh, I think Frog is like, Sir Chrono, you have no idea. You're- Everyone should be so lucky to have friends like yours. Uh, uh-huh. You know, like there's just lots of really great uh, little reactions to to Chrono coming back, uh, and now he's back, and you've got Chrono, and you didn't have to do any of that. Um, you could have That's just so chosen. Wild. <laughs> you could have just chosen to like beat the game and be like, they killed Chrono, and we're gonna avenge Chrono, and we're gonna keep going. Uh Uh, or you can go and do everything that you just did to go through death peak to get chrono back regardless when you get chrono back the game now just treats chrono like any other civilian uh you're any old regular party member and you are no longer mandatory um you know a big difference from something like ff7 where mm-hmm. uh, as long as cloud is in your party, like as long as you've got cloud, like you have yes, to have. he's cloud available. In your party. He
3: has to be in the party.
2: Uh, a bunch of these games do that, and uh, not this one. Chrono is no longer mandatory. You could do any party makeup that you like, uh, and you also now are just like completely encouraged to do whatever the hell you want. Chrono is uh-huh. alive. The black omen is in the sky. Lavos is still a threat. We gotta figure out how to kill Lavos So you've got some choices. You want to use the bucket, you could go in the bucket now. You want to use the time machine to fly into Lavos' face, you could do that too. Do you want to challenge Lavos by going through the Black Omen and fighting your way through the Black Omen because you still got a score to settle with Queen Zeal? Go that way. Uh, many different ways that you could proceed. Also, a ton of random shit that you could just do now across the world. If you want to go side questing, you mm-hmm. want you want to know about the rainbow shell. Well, boy, howdy. We got a rainbow <laughs> shell for ya. Uh, you. You want to see Ozzy again? Well, he's available. Uh, all sorts of different things. And if you want to know what that sapling was for, you can, uh, do. you can check that out. And it leads to uh, one of my single favorite scenes in any video game ever. Uh, wow. An image that lives rent-free in my head and is, like, <laughs> aspirational storytelling stuff for me uh that uh i just utterly love and i'm probably overhyping beyond belief but it is just an image that i have never ever ever forgotten uh and i suspect there may be some people who know what i'm talking about and then other people were like wiggler what are you on about mm-hmm. um <laughs> either way we'll talk about all of that stuff because zed you much like chrono and the gang have nothing but time uh yeah. and hopefully some people have a- uh, access to time travel machines because it's gonna be a minute before we are back with another episode of the Chrono Trigger podcast, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting my eyes lasered off. Hopefully not off. In uh, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's already happened. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it went well. Uh, and but if it if it went the way where I am now like Robo and I could just shoot laser beams out like a party That'd man, be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That worked out too. The Blazers uh, would be cool. Yes, uh, so uh, you know you can. Uh, I typically say, "Don't at me." Feel free to at me with a like. Hey, how you doing? You all right? Wouldn't mind yeah. seeing some of that. Would be great. Uh, Check in on
3: our buddy. Yeah,
2: we'll see how that's going. So I'm going to take some time to recover and slowly ease my way back into podcasting. What that's going to mean for us is Chrono Trigger uh, is not going to get finished for another couple of weeks here on the podcast. The good news is when we come back with Chrono Trigger. We're going to slam right from that into Final Fantasy VI. So we are going to be, when we're back, uh, we are really going to be back. And the other benefit of this, Zed, is you've got so much to do in Chrono Trigger right now. Yeah. Um, you can, like, beat the game, like, 15 times before the next time we talk. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility.
3: Yeah. So the plan is... Uh, If you're hanging out with me on Twitch, I'm going to take at least a week off of Chrono Trigger so that I haven't done too much that I have to remember too far back about when we do resume the podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, But there will be plenty of Chrono Trigger played on the stream in the future. Um, Follow me and join the Rock Squad Discord if you want updates about when Chrono Trigger is happening, because it's a little unpredictable right now. Uh, But in the meantime... There will be plenty of other things going on there. And when we do come back, we will do the final Chrono Trigger episode of the podcast live on Twitch. If that's something you want to check out, if you want to hang out with us as that happens, you can do that. There will be announcements uh, in the Discord, both in the Post Show Recaps Discord and my Discord when
2: that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't yeah. know the time yet, but the date for that, uh, March 18th is what that looks like. Yes, so it's a Friday. Yep. So you can put that in your calendar, March 18th. We will be doing the podcast live, uh, if you want to catch it as early as humanly possible, we'll be doing it at twitch.tv slash hard rock hope. So further incentive to go and check out what Zed's got going on.
3: And between now and then, Josh Bagler's birthday also happens on March 11th, so don't forget to wish him a happy birthday. true, because I'll
2: remember if you don't. That's right, Uh, and then it'll become a running (laughs) bit on a podcast until the
3: end of time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, uh, And the end of time is not terribly far away, as uh, we are going to have a couple of Saturdays missing the podcast, but it will be back before long. And I'm really excited to close the book on Chrono Trigger, Though the book is never really closed on Chrono Trigger, Uh, but you've enjoyed the game, right?
3: Yeah, it's been really fun. It's a lot interesting. Yeah, interesting mechanics in it, and the characters are really funny and cute. So it's been nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: It's a it's a good uh, it's a good change of pace from a lot of uh, a lot of the other games that can often be really serious. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in in the case of uh, Chrono Trigger, not that it's not serious. Chrono did just die. But
3: he but... yes, just came back to life. Yeah. We threw a doll in his place and that solved all our problems.
2: Much like James Bond, Chrono has no time to die. Mm-hmm. Said, uh, That's true. He said the name of the podcast episode. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we will begin the process of winding it down mm. here. All of the plugs twitch.tv slash hard rock hope uh zed this past week you've been all over post show recaps uh killing eve has launched you're going to be joining me and jessica lease on killing eve every week uh you and jess are going to be holding it down for the premiere uh that is coming out uh that podcast i think is going to drop either night of the 28th or march 1st uh you also just did pam and tommy
3: you did. Uh, should I, I did rephrase that? Tommy. I feel like I
2: rephrase that.
3: I think the phrasing is, frankly, pretty appropriate for uh-huh. the content of the show. Yeah. Not not safe for work or family listening, but myself, Latanya Starks, and Ariel had a really good time. Well, we had a time. Wasn't uh-huh. good? Uh, hard to say. Yeah. Talking about uh, the first four episodes of Hulu's limited series, Pam and Tommy. Um, even if you're not watching the show, I think check out the podcast. It's It's only an hour long. It's a fun listen um yeah i did that i'm doing ya covering harry potter for half of 2022 uh with kevin and melissa where i get to just share all of my useless knowledge that has been sitting in my head for 25 years about my, my favorite story of all time yeah it's pretty useful suddenly coming coming in useful um so that's if you join us at patreon.com slash a recaps you'll get access to those podcasts uh, I was on community building last week. I'll be on the after party podcast covering for you this week. Yeah, you can't get rid of me. I'm I'm all over the place.
2: I appreciate it. Uh, you're you're doing some great looking out for your friend right now, and I hope that you're having some fun in the process. I'm having a blast. Good, good stuff, and hopefully everyone's enjoying all of the stuff as well. Uh, so check them out at Hard Rock Hope. They will make sure that you do not miss a single thing that is happening in brooklyn zed land and uh in poster recaps land as well because zed is like dominating the podcast right now and it's an here i come Storming. here i am yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it I'm is at-
3: I. uh you know cape reveal it yes is
2: I. zed was the prophet prophet zed uh-huh. uh, i have the I'm- right hair for it i think yeah you do yeah you do i'm at round howard wherever you can find me uh we will be uh i will be tweeting out uh, po- uh poster recaps podcast links as i can uh, assuming I can look at screens, probably going to be a couple days before I'm able to do that. As you're listening to this, um, great time to subscribe to the post show recaps patreon oh my god tip your podcasters tip your laser-eyed podcasters you want to show some support for what we've got going on if you want to touch my heart in a time of need would certainly appreciate it oh so much patreon.com slash post show recaps go get those harry potter podcasts that zed's talking about get all sorts of other podcasts that we've got going on join a really fun community, uh, and also just make it possible for Show Recaps to continue doing all the shenanigans that we're doing because there's so many
3: shenanigans. There were six podcasts recorded yesterday. Yeah.
2: We're going for it. so
3: much content, you guys. We're
2: having fun. We're going for it. We're trying to make all the stuff happen, and it's only possible with the contributions from the patrons of Posture Recaps to whom we are forever grateful. We would love it if that included you. Patreon.com slash Posture Recaps at any level that you are able to contribute, even if it's $0. Hopefully, uh, you know, you're still enjoying the podcast, and that's fantastic as well. Um, all right. Is anything else before we fly off on our winged epoch?
3: I don't think so. We got we got a lot we got a lots to do.
2: Lots to do. Okay, we will be back in a couple of weeks to close out Chrono Trigger and begin looking ahead towards Final Fantasy VI. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye. Bye.